Welcome back to Talking with Words. You're here with Rob, David, Ryan, Sally Ann, Taylor, and tonight we're going to watch the new Black Widow with Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, is that it? Pugh. Pugh. David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, the delightful Ray Winstone. I don't know who that is. I love Ray Winstone. We'll see how this goes. This is the, the latest Marvel movie since Endgame. No, since Spider-Man uh, coming Homecoming. home to your house. Far from home. Far from home. That's high school. Prom. Maybe. Thanks. Homosexual. What, what you got? Peter Parker is dating the girl who's in Zendaya or whatever. From oh, there. none of us care about that. I did see that they were out to dinner the other night, though. Yeah, they're together. Well, Glorious! She's from Arkansas. Oh, Do you know yeah. that? No, I don't care about that either. So is Clark Duke. I don't know. So are you. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Arnold. Parents Guide, please. Yes, the uh, Parents Guide. So, this movie is rated PG-13 for intense sequences of violence, action, some language, and thematic material. Not really sure what that means. Uh, sex and nudity, none. Violence and gore, moderate. Profanity, mild. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking, mild. Frightening and intense scenes, moderate. Classic Marvel. Yeah. So, if you have no idea what any of the Marvel Universe is, the description of this movie does not help you at all. <laughs> A film about Natasha Romanoff and her quest between the films Civil War and in. Infinity War. So Marvel stuff. Let's watch. Bring your friends, it's fine to lose and to pretend she's over. Alright, we just watched Black Widow. Yeah, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not this isn't fun. And action! We need a scene cue. I gotta move this one way away from you at this point. (laughs) Hey, Sally, what'd you think? I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. What the fuck? It's my fault, sorry. And everybody should watch it. I didn't fall asleep, not once. Not even one time. It's exciting. Unlike Brian. I only fell asleep twice. That's pretty good for you. Yeah. Part of the course. Before we get to Taylor, Dave, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. Not too bad. It's yeah, no. It's I mean, it's about what I expected from a, a Marvel movie. You know? Would you watch it again? We'll um, get to that. We'll um, get to that. Stand by. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey Taylor, what'd you think? As a man, I really enjoyed this film. Well, you want to go a little more into detail about that? As a man, I would watch this again. I. I, I, I've got some more details that I want to get into. Now's the time. But right now, I'm going to say top quality Marvel film. Just as good as anything that they've put out. Yeah, what about without the qualifier? Yeah, what if you were a woman? As a woman... It was a great movie! I mean, let's not include the woman in the room. It was a good movie! Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a woman... I enjoyed this film a little less than a, as a man. Why? Thank you, Taylor. Why? Go on. Go on. 
Oh, no. No, what at all? I'm confused. Oh. Because there wasn't any moment when women talked about women's issues without referencing a man. They were always trying to get to the Red Room, which was owned by a man. I just want something, just something without. You know, that vest scene was quality, but I feel like they could have stretched that out to a little more, like take that a little longer. Talk about well, something. Even else. without that, the I entire like premise of. Oh, that's not happening tonight. Uh, the entire premise was also that a man was controlling all those women. And the end of the movie was them being freed of this man controlling them. Toxic masculinity is a thing. And this is a great example of it. I mean, like, it's few and far in between. I agree. But this is definitely an example of toxic toxic masculinity. You've got a man mind-controlling women. I mean, if there's not a more clear-cut example, I don't know what is. Well, so you, you make an interesting point. But let me throw this back at you. There is a man controlling them, but they're the ones who throw off that control in the end. Uh, ultimately, David Harbaugh's character... Uh, that's <laughs> sorry. sorry. Why did right. it take you so long to laugh? I was waiting for you to laugh. Yeah, sorry. It's, yeah, uh, it's David Harbaugh because it's Florence Pugh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. David Harbaugh. But his, his character, if you think about it, he doesn't really do anything. The entire time he's a comic foil... This this Superman that ends up in a fight that he loses, where he really just kind of delays someone for a bit. But the women are getting everything done the entire time. That's right. Yeah, they so. did a good job of flipping, flipping, the normal superhero script on the men in this were definitely the side characters, the comedic relief for the most part. Everything he did was buffoonery and c- comedic and fat jokes and stuff like that whereas the women were the strong people in this film which is and that's why I question the the idea that it is just toxic masculinity women shouldn't like the film and I'm just curious like what well no no I'm, I'm not saying that the film is toxic masculinity as a man I'm saying that toxic masculinity was the villain in the film okay and and literally like that was right the whole crux of the movie is freeing women from the chains of toxic masculinity. Well, women freeing themselves. That's right. W- women throwing it off. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's a better, that's a better so why, from a woman's view, did you not like it as much? I'm confused. Because, uh, you know, they still had to have men in the movie itself. Like, but we kicked their ass. <laughs> yeah, but but just the fact that you have to compare yourself to men. We don't. Oh, well, the Everyone movie else did. does. I'm just saying. The Sounds movie like did. you're comparing your woman self to men. <laughs> Am I referencing back to a man? So as a woman, as a man, I thought the movie was, yeah, complex. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're coming at it as a woman, as a man, I don't see how it could not be complex. That's a solid point. There's ways to simplify it up. I, I think we're way beyond that. Um, okay, let's... Let's kick back to the beginning of the movie. Um, I was talking about this earlier. The intro is a cover of Nirvana, which you just heard, because I'm going to go back and add that in. Because of that, Nirvana has been searched by the younger generation more than any other band in the last couple days because of this movie, which is a uh, 
But at the same time, it's probably what like our parents thought whenever we were like, oh, who's this Tom Petty fella? Or Elvis dude? Or... Nick's on the block. Try, no. Um, the difference <laughs> is, the difference is, whenever we looked back at Tom Petty, we weren't... We weren't we weren't listening to a shitty fucking Tom Petty cover. Whenever we go, oh, I really want to see about this new take on Tom Petty. It was Tom Petty, and we go, oh, I like this. I want to listen to more music like this. This shitty uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" cover is just, is just garbage. But I'm glad that they're glad finding. I'm glad that they're finding uh, Nirvana. Nirvana is just way better than. Anything in this movie. <laughs> I liked the version of it. Well, it's great. People can yeah. like the different things. I, I, I have to agree with you. I kind of like the version, too. See? It's... Well, the woman in Taylor loved it. <laughs> as a man. As a man. I was really upset by this cover. Okay. Um, Next. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple things let's talk about. Um, puh. Had I mean she was the comedic part of the the female line in this. She had all the, the good lines. She made fun of the posing, which is almost a Deadpool ripoff, but they did it in a a light of the current Marvel the MCU, uh, which I liked. And then even she did it. And she was like, "Ugh, that's it feels gross." Um, and then she had her vest, uh, which I'm gonna have to look at. I don't know where the hell that came from. The pockets thing. They're female. They like pockets. It's, oh, yeah. a, it's a it's a euphemism. Yeah. Oh, goddamn no. Um, <laughs> My see? leggings have pockets in them. That's why I buy them. As, as a man, I know what they're talking about. I can't even keep you straight anymore. <laughs> and, and you know, actually, the the suits they wear, they're like all leather, so they probably don't have any have pockets. pockets. So That's where right. are they gonna where are they gonna put things? And it's hard. It's, it's impossible to abandon that too. Are we going to talk about the gratuitous ass shots? There's so many things to talk about. In there are this a lot movie. of there are a lot of butt shots. A lot of butt shots. A lot of, of close up lip shots. Yeah, she has good lips though. She has great lips. I like them. She has great butt. I'd but I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> but to just throw it all in there, yeah. like, okay, like, yeah, just to just to say, like, it's, just because you're not a butt guy though, doesn't mean other people aren't. It's not that I'm not a butt you, guy. If it was boobs, you wouldn't be saying. It's not about boobs. It's not about boobs. It's 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 these scenes I'm clearly like witnessing. No, I what the directors like. Oh, this is what the director thinks about the audience. No, totally. Where it's like, hey, let's show some ass in here because that's what people came for. Yeah, let's do some gratuitous ass shots. I don't know about that. She didn't need to do that. Have a little more confidence in yourself, woman director. Maybe the man in her. <laughs> the man in her was like, was like, let's get the, the thing that camera down about six inches. Oh my god, I, I'm gonna put this in my juicer because I'm gonna make this for days. I mean, that cameraman had to go to some work to get some of those angles because it was like the the camera pointing up from the ground. Yeah, there, there were a couple of those. Yeah, so, yeah that, that that camera guy was like, you know, it could have been a camera woman too. Either way, I think just, if it was a camera, the, the camera man person or camera woman, they would have been like. Today's the day. Like, oh, I gotta shoot this 17 times. Get the right take. This is it. This is the one. All right, let's let's get away from that for a minute or 20. Okay, here's here's the thing. Can I can I just go? You continue. Here's the thing that I'm most upset about. It is clear that Kevin Feige, the the Marvel minds, they pushed this until after Avengers. 
where 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 it would clearly suffer. Like if this had made it into phase three before they had done Avengers, well, it was supposed Endgame, to be before Endgame. It would have been and they kept, so they off, yeah. much better. It would have been so much more impactful. I I kept thinking as I'm watching this movie where they flesh out the character of Black Widow, like her sacrifice at Avengers Infinity War. I, I, spoilers. I, yeah, spoilers. It's like this would have been so much better. I agree. I, I would have felt something. Well, this was her her story arc that yeah. we never got from the other movies. Yes, and she, she's a person. And it was originally scheduled before before Infinity War. I don't remember where it fell in that. What was that? The uh, third arc, but it was in that somewhere. And then it kept getting pushed back. Mm-hmm. And then they weren't going to make it. And then it was going to be a Netflix movie. And then they said, "Oh, never mind. We'll make it a real movie." And here we here we are. It's quality. It's quality in a way that when her sacrifice happens in Avengers Endgame, I wouldn't have expected it. I'd have been like, oh, "Okay, well, they dedicated a whole movie to her, so there's no way she's gonna die here." Yeah. And then when she does, I would have been like, "Oh, wow, this means something," because she has a whole family. She 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 means something to these people. And, and and because she means something to these people, she means something to me. Like they really fucked her by pushing this movie past. Yeah, that absolutely, point. absolutely. Yeah. To that point, there's two things I want to add on to that. Is one, the post-credit scene. She has this little tiny one-person uh, tombstone, whereas Iron Man had the entire MCU at his gravesite crying over him and for her it's just her long lost sister and Elaine from Sonic. Elaine. Yeah. yeah. And then on t- on the other side of that is she went and did all this, she re- reconnected with her family, freed all these women, and then her family's like, peace and they all just got out of there. They definitely s- can use them again, especially Taskmaster and uh Red Guardian, which are in the comics. I don't remember the mom from my comic readings. But Taskmaster is awesome, so I hope they bring Taskmaster in. Olga, I'd like to see her again. Carolinka, Car- yeah. yeah, they, they ugly it up Karolinko too. Like yeah, that's I mean, a, that's a that's if, a thing. If right they there. didn't though, I yeah. mean, she'd overshadow oh. the you know. You, you, you fuck up, things. yeah. You fuck up Karolinko's face, and you got you got issues. David Ryan, you got your takeaways. Give me a second because we've got all over the place. We're, we're jumping, yeah. jumping a lot. Um, we're jumping everywhere here. Sally, that's great. Uh, any, any specifics you'd like to add to the? No. What was your favorite part of the film? Was it was it the action sequences? Was it the Leading. smaller <laughs> objection? <laughs> was it the smaller character set pieces? I mean, like uh, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like the the thing where they were talking about the pose that Black Widow does. It's pretty funny. It's it's a great self referential gag. I like when Elaine from Seinfeld came. <laughs> okay, okay. Post credits just because it was is her? the best part of the just movie. Just because it was Julia like Louis Dreyfus. Okay. I like the. God, I when, gotta really reach for it. No, I'm trying to win because I don't remember his name. Who's the superhero guy? The dad. Red Guardian. The Red Guardian. I liked when the Red Guardian and the Yuliana girl, whatever her name is, okay. started when he was trying to tell her that he really did care about her. And he started singing about Bob's movie. Tear up a little bit on my mm. There you go. It's a good song. It was a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. And like he really, even though he was this hard 
guy, and even the mom, mm-hmm. who, who, that's what she said. Even though the mom was brainwashed, she still had feelings too for the kids that weren't really even hers. I, I agree. I like uh, as a man. I like that he <laughs> he couldn't communicate his feelings like directly. And so, like, the way that he was getting across to her right. was by singing the song. Right. It wasn't that the dad peed on his arm. That's right. He had to sing a song. He sang the song that, was her that she song. remembered. Yep. And, and that's the way that they yeah. connected. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, that was in, I ingenious. It. I liked it. Yeah. But it would not have been as special had he not, immediately before that, told the story of how his dad he saved him from frostbite by peeing on his arms. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get some things as a dad. You gotta get some things wrong sometimes in order to find. Did his the dad right get it wrong? It sounds like he saved his hands. I mean, not the most sanitary thing in the world, but it's Russia. Yeah, but you're talking about you're talking about male on male bonding first, male on female bonding. You're in sterile, Women like right? songs. Women like musicals. As a man, I know this. Hold what? I mean, I'm a man. I like musicals. I could see David yeah. like musicals. Yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah, I do. They're great. Yeah. As a man, I can say that... <laughs> Sorry. No, I can say that Newsies is the best musical of all time. That's... Clearly I mean, it's, 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 it's close, but it is really good. It's very good. That's that's a big discussion for another time. Um, I, I guess... Uh, I do want to go back to answer the question you asked that I was not prepared for earlier. Yes. Um, I love the fact that they they've really figured out how to balance the hard dramatic beats with the humor in these films, and I think they did a great job with this one, especially with Florence's character. She was what Puh? Yes, she was hilarious. Like pretty much every everything she said, the delivery was spot on. She was very Drax. Yes, in this very dry. Uh, no sarcasm. She was she was kind of Drax, but self-aware Drax. Yeah. Yeah. She's very Russian. Fatalistic. Yeah. Okay. Taylor just made a gesture with his hand. <laughs> Are we at the point of talking about the black Russians? Oh, that's all you. Okay. That, that is 100% you. That took me out of it a little bit, that they had so many black Russians. Like, those were probably the only black people that were Russians in the country. And they drafted them in and said, yeah, yeah. Sally, Sally you've, got, you've got hand raised here. I don't feel like they necessarily were Russians. They were mine thought to be Russian. Natasha wasn't Russian, They were really. widows, quote-unquote. They were widows. That's fair, but, but I think the training from young girl, like, they were probably Russian at that point. Now, now here's right. the thing. Here's the thing that I didn't think about it, is, the, the you point- know, is to get them to blend in wherever they want them. That's right. So if you have and he, you all saw white his people thing. blending into Africa, yeah. So you've got to have Cape Town. You've got to have black Russians in order to in order to complete the mission. But that's the one thing where I was like, "There's a lot of black Russians in here." But it you took saw me out where a little they bit. Came from at the end, you saw the whole world. He had them all over the world. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's so true. it's not that they're Russian. That's just where they're. Doing the training and kidnapping. Yeah. Yeah. There are supposedly 50,000 Afro-Russians or black Russians from African descent in Russia. So 50,000 out of what's the population of Russia? Oodles? A lot. I think you're you're overthinking it. I mean... I'm I'm probably overthinking it, but but it took me out of it because I was like, 
oh, where, where are they getting, like, the most exceptional black Russians to, to, to be indoctrinated into this program? Well, and I was like, oh, there's, there's not many, like, black <laughs> Russians to begin with. But that should have told you at the end, because it, it clearly showed where they were all coming from all over the world. Yeah. Not Russia. When you consider where the kids came from at the beginning of the movie, I mean, they're literally yanking... Ohio. Groups of... Well, yeah, that's they true. Imported, like they like, imported Russians well, to Ohio. Yeah, because Florence Florence Pugh was Wait, from Ohio, right. wasn't she? Yeah. She was. But they pulled all the kids out of that shipping container. Yeah, that's they were true. Like, uh, let's train this group. We've got a eighty yeah. percent attrition right here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess just every time I saw it, it was like, oh, we're trying to be inclusive in this movie, and not necessarily we're trying to be like true to form. But that does make sense that they would have just a, a cornucopia of women. To infiltrate all of the uh, the diverse biome right. of, of yeah. the United States or, or the, the, of the world. world. Yeah. yeah. You just got hung up on it and couldn't get over it. I did. I got hung up on it because I was like, oh, I have never met a single black person that spoke, you know, Russian, like Russian. Totally How many English. white Russians do you know? <laughs> How many, huh? Russian, many white Russians do you know? I actually know three. Yeah, I, I'm I've, talking I've about the man inside of Taylor. I've met white Russians, Russians before. They have, uh, I do too. They're, they're really good. The not big Lebowski really. <laughs> no, well, you know, <laughs> they might they might have not been they might have not been Russians. They might have been like Croatians or something like that. But they had like the the, the Eastern Asia Ukrainians. Yeah, way way to put a spin on it. I'm just saying. I I thought it, I thought it should have been mentioned. I'm it's sorry, I'm not going to shy away from it. Has been. <laughs> As a man, I thought no. this movie was excellent. Oh, wait, are you a man again? I'm always a man. Not in this conversation. <laughs> Ryan, anything you want to add to this this cluster? Oh, oh man, uh, I'm gonna come out with it. I I struggled through this one. <laughs> keep keep in mind the last Marvel movie I watched was probably Iron Man three. Oh my. Yeah. So there's been a couple yeah. since then. I missed one or two. Yeah. The action, some of the action sequences while bordering on Fast and Furious Unbelievable were entertaining. Yeah. But the, the movie didn't really do it for me. I did like the exponential buildup of the movie. The, the pacing to get all the way to this fortress in the sky falling out of the sky. That buildup, it, it seemed almost video game-ish. They kept getting the key for the next room, and the next, and then, and then you got to the fortress, and then they had to go fight the boss. All that felt very video game-ish, and then you had to run out. I said the uh, the fall thing at the end looked a lot. It reminded me a lot of if you ever played any Ratchet Clank games. Most of the beginnings, you're falling to a planet through debris because your ship's been blown up. Felt kind of video game-ish, but it reminded me of the fight scene in one of the newer Star Trek movies. Oh yeah, yeah, the last one. Yeah, yeah. Last thing I've got written down on mine is. What, what was up with the pigs? That's weird. I think they had Just something more to do there. Pigs yeah. are cute, yeah. man. Well, they had, like, the mind control thing. Not when they stopped they, breathing. Well, and they, I mean, they, unless they're in a frying pan. But I, I, think, I, yeah. I, I think Rachel Weisz's character was developing the mind control yeah. stuff. Which is interesting, because they never directly addressed the fact that she's a key player in this horrible the organization. Yeah. And then, you know, these... What, what were children she abandoned and the husband she just left her out in prison for 20 years 21 years just show back up and she turns 
against them, but the, the pigs were just test subjects for her to work so on that. It, it was a red herring that if you think that she's going to kill a pig by ordering it to stop breathing, then you're supposed to think that she's going to kill her own daughter's quote unquote. But I don't think I, I don't yeah, think we're supposed so to get when that. It's like, oh, she cares about them. It's but, like a nice little switch up. But she pointed out she was a very factual person. Um, she pointed out when they oh, said, you know, you about to you better hit on math people right now. Is this what's about to happen? No, not at all. She pointed out how the pig still had you know eleven or twelve seconds of not seconds. breathing to okay. yeah. So she wasn't worried because she's timing in her mind. Yeah. You know, this is this is the demonstration I'm giving. The pig will actually be fine. So that's that's but it's still that, suffering. That's still it's, it's still suffering. A pig that that has been ordered not to breathe and is and is undergoing that order is still suffering. That's but, yeah. the question I have on that whole thing is she had a little pad out and she s- scrolled left on the oxygen or lung intake or whatever. So, at some point, she's developed this system that she can control you to do anything you want, which is different than what the Widows are under, as far as I can tell. No, It's a more advanced version of what the Widows... And maybe it's what... It's taken it a step further. Maybe it's what Taskmaster was under, but the others weren't controlled that directly, it didn't seem like. It was a... a, Not not a virus, but it was... Well, it seemed like a nanobot-type system... He may it just was a drug of sorts that they gave him, and it seemed like the pigs were more of like a microchip situation. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I, I think he may just not have been using, and I say he, the I, the main villain, whatever his Drakov. name was. Yeah, he may just not have been using that for every single one of them, because if you recall at the beginning when oh, that, yeah, that one pool. widow falls in yeah. the weird green pool, and he does have a control panel that looks a lot like that, mm-hmm. slides a control uh, to make that's a, true. That's a good point. You know, I forgot about that. Or yeah. like that. Okay. No, that that was the the wrist thing. Yeah, I made her shoot herself in <laughs> yeah. the face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I would say as like a man, explosion. that was definitely blew the her mind weakest version of 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 the of the movie. It was is him as a villain where he's you know he's pheromone controlling these women. And, I, th- I think we figured out where you are as a man. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like as a man, it was this was a little, this was a little weak. Where it was like, oh, okay, they just shoehorned in this guy who is generic villain for everybody to show up and like rise rise up against this Russian Englishman. Yeah, yeah, and and even like you know, have, have we addressed that? Like, how many Englishmen are there actually in Russia? He's a, he's a great. <laughs> He's a great actor, but he just can't pull off the Russian accent. Like he can't get away from that English accent, and, and I, I don't think he should. I, I, he, you know, he's a stage actor. So kind of like Sean Connery and Hunt for Red October. Right. Yeah. Where we just like okay, we ignore that. But even even <laughs> even in that movie, they adapt into where okay, he's Russian now. You know, they they. they they grease the skids a little he, bit. He defected. Yeah, in this one, it's it's really jarring when it's like, hey, why is this English guy trying to pretend like he's Russian? Oh, is he MI6? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's dead now. Well, is he? Well, his glasses got blown off. So that's, that's the thing. Clearly, yeah. Uh, did we did we see him die? I don't remember. He, he died in the helicopter fire. Okay, I, I don't remember actually like seeing him die. We saw him developed. We flames. saw all his henchmen die. Of course, she also saw the building fall down on him. Yeah. True. 
Goldeneye. So, so that's a that's the thing too. Is uh, whenever uh, they crash into the Earth, the uh, w- William Hurt and the Americans they roll up in SUVs like just yeah. like five minutes after. So, did they crash into Alaska, or like clearly they they would have been on American soil if if they were able to get there in SUVs. And William Hurt would have been in Alaska. Well, wasn't William Hurt in one of the places looking for Scarlet? Like, one of the last places she went? Hey, she man. walked in looking for her? William Hurt's been looking for Scarlet for a long time. Goddamn. Hey, David. Yes. How many Dukas would it take you to watch this? A Duka is a delicious combination of vodka and uh, Mountain Dew that is unstoppable. Uh, I'd, I'd probably watch it with one. One? Yeah. Ryan? Five. <laughs> Hard watch for you, huh? Yeah. Sally? I struggled through this one. Zero. Oh, girl power. Tay-Tay? I could do this with one Duga, but I'm going to get the maximum enjoyment from three Dugas. I need three, but if I do more than that, I'm going to fall asleep like Ryan. So I'm going to stick with probably three. Haters. As as a man, I really enjoyed this movie. We, oh, man. <laughs> this was quality <laughs> content. <laughs> Top shelf, the 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 top shelf. The in between, the in between action sequences is what I was really looking for, and it delivered, hundred percent. Delivered. Character development, character development. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else? We got anything else that we're missing here? Scar, scar. I've, I've really enjoyed this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Sally, anything you want to add to the, the end of this conversation? Nope. Oh man, you are a way past my bedtime, y'all. It's, hey, you did a lot better than Charles. You did do better than... I mean, well, shit, where's Chris? Did he? Is he even um, in here? Maybe he fell asleep. Chris! Yeah? I'm kidding, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, because Chris just popped up to look, and he went back to sleep. Alright, that was Black Widow. Uh, this is Talking With Words. Thanks for listening. Saturday for Suckers Book 2 will be out Hopefully, in the next month or so. Uh, if you want to know more, go to robgilchristbooks.com. Thanks for listening. Skeletron. <laughs>